Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Switchboard, Warren was just here with me. There he is. How about now, Warren? You here? Okay, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I finally hear you. My blog talk has a sense of humor tonight. I have Warren on my switchboard twice tonight. Okay, he can only be on my switchboard once, but he's on my switchboard twice. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's some shit. So, you know, and when I said I have Warren here with me, I mean, he wasn't in the show. I looked, and the one number was on pause, and I was, really? And I go to take it off pause, and it just wanted to sit and spin circles and think about whether it wanted to go off pause or not. And it finally did, so now you're in the show. So now I know which one's you, and the other one's not you, but it's live in the show, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, you know. Well, I figured tonight I'd take a break from reading for tonight, because I really don't feel like reading tonight, but... uh. You know, uh, next week we'll be back to my reading schedule. But tonight I just figured we talk about whatever, man. Um, you know. Well, it's always good to take a break from it. Anyhow, Warren, you know. I mean, you got to figure, I mean, the stuff you're reading in today's society, as bad as people's minds are gone, you're lucky if you're even reaching two people to understand it. <laughs> well, I heard some of the dumbest comments before, and someone says, "Oh, well, that's just boring." Well, call it boring if you will to, but being bored a little bit through reading through a book is the most you have to deal with to get information. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm in the mindset that, that if you actually give a fuck about the truth, that should be the least of your worries. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, so what? You have to do a little bit of boring reading. I mean, as long as you get the knowledge and information out of it. I mean. You know what I'm saying? If you're really dedicated to getting to the truth, then you don't have a problem doing that, you know? Well, yeah, I totally understand that, you know. It's just some people, I mean, our world is totally messed up nowadays. I mean, you know, the other night we had Brandon Kirk call into this show, and you remember he wanted to play devil's advocate. And my problem always stayed, I say, I'll never back down on this, because the truth of the matter is, Devil's Advocate was invented by the globalists. The word was invented and used to smear truth. Anybody that talks truth, they would bring a devil's advocate into the show who would dispute the truth 
So at the end of the show, people would walk away confused, not knowing what was the truth and what wasn't. That's what the devil's advocate role is for. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, 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 that's a counterintelligence tactic. Now, there are some people that might theoretically, you know, pull that angle just to, just to get somebody thinking. In a, I mean, just to, you know, challenge somebody to think outside the box. If they, if, well, because if you have an actual point that you're actually making, okay, that's fine. If you're just doing it just, just to confuse things and just to, just, just to derail the conversation, then that's a different ball of wax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, you pay attention. Like, it's to that. okay to play the devil's advocate if you're legitimately, honestly doing it just just to point out a different point of view. Like just like if you're honestly trying to make a point. Well, you know, you, know. you don't have to. Play, but you don't have to play devil's advocate to point out a different point. You can say I have a different aspect on what you're talking about, in my opinion, and give your opinion. You don't have to come on and say, well, I want to play devil's advocate. And if you pay attention to devil's advocates throughout the last couple of decades, it's been on TV. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at the context of, of approaching a, contra- a controversial point of view, like, and then saying, like, look, you know, even though we might disagree with this point of view, there's still something to be learned from it. Well, you know what I'm I saying? Can, I can understand that. But I also understand you can still do that without playing a devil's advocate. The yeah. problem is the devil's advocate is commonly and normally used and has been used hundreds and hundreds of times to smear the truth. Oh, yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you got a lot of these people, too, because it used to be primarily the left. I have all these, you know, these wannabe uh, free thinkers or non-conformers, all this skeptic movement and all this shit coming up there. And, you know, they're the ones that claim to, you know, know all this shit. Now you got all these people. I mean, you know, it's getting to a point now where it's like, you know, um, you know, it don't matter whether it's left or right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all the same system, man. I mean, it's. You know, a lot of people can't seem to, to, to wrap their minds around that. I mean, you know, the deep state is deeper than 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 than, than, than the, the the Democrat Party or the Republican Party or the Communist or the Capitalist or whatever. I mean, you know, I understand that. You know, my I guess my real thing is is simple. You have a society already where everybody's running from the truth. Okay, Google is taking people down for telling truth. Okay, I mean, that's just what it is, okay? You get taken down for telling truth. And when you tell truth, nobody wants to hear it. Truth has become people's enemy. They rather, but they, you know, it's crazy because our world is so sick. People want to think it's perfectly normal to lie. So your media lies to you around the clock. They even invent fake stories, fake news stories for you, and report it to you, report a complete lie. Everybody's become lie, 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 lie. Okay, so from between the television set lying to you around the clock and your radio's lying to you and your newspaper's lying to you and your friends lying to you and everybody around lying to you, and then nobody wants to be lied to. You know, and that's considered normal behavior in today's society, even amongst the so-called awake people all the time. This is this is actually considered normal behavior. You know, I, I, I can't figure that one out for the life for the life of me. You know, 
It's like, how do you expect anything to work when, you, when you're working off a societal foundation of, of being dishonest and lying? I mean, politics at the end of the day, or, or the system that we live in at the end of the day, has to deal with human behavior. That can't be denied. People don't want to. People don't want to uh, realize that it has to deal with human behavior. Because let me explain this, man. Okay, what is the reason on paper that they say that they say we have to have laws, we have to have rules, right, to keep to keep society in line, right? Okay. Yes. Well, well, the more you misbehave, the more you give the government ammunition to take away more of your liberties. Furthermore. Um, you know, they have stuff at conflict. Like people want to say, you know, that, uh, say for example, oh, well, uh, uh, the government is not involved in the dating scene. That's bullshit. Why wouldn't they be? They're, if they're involved in everything else, well, why would this be the one magical item that they're not involved in? Well, of course they are. You know, most people can't wrap their heads around the dating scene and the division amongst the genders outside of feminism. They can't wrap their head into the fact to figure out that the government's been involved in the dating scene for eons now. And well, the well, let's think about this, Bill. Let's think about this. If the government wasn't involved in the dating scene, then, then why is the institution of marriage a government institution? Why do you have to sign a three-party contract with the government if you get married? Well, well because they're not oh, but involved. but the government's right? not involved in the dating scene, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I was just saying. Oh, because we're not involved. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people just can't wrap their minds, so they don't want to own up to it. You know, it's hard. For, you know, the hardest thing I think people experience when it comes to waking up is having to realize they've been lied to about almost learning their entire life. That's a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. It really is. Yeah, everything we were born into in this world is a big ball of lies. And see, the thing is, is we live in a very overly comfortable society. So most people aren't really spurned to want to like learn anything. You know, they're they're comfortable with the illusion that they're given. As long as they can be inter- as long as they can be entertained with fluff and stuff, they're not going to question things too far. You know, they're going to be malleable little sheep and. You know, that's how you use comfort to control people. That's how you use comfort, uh, you know, to make people soft and make people uh, easy to control. We live in a society that, that's too damn comfortable because of technology. Oh, well, you know, technology is going to be the downfall, too. Because yeah, you know. 50, 50 years advanced, easy if not more than 50 years advanced to what we even know they have. And I'll tell you what. You pay attention to what they're spraying in the skies. Because even Jerry and I was talking about that. You know, they've got nanoparticles and stuff right now and stuff. They've got weapons right now you don't even realize. They're spraying the skies. People are breathing this stuff in. You don't know what you're breathing in. Now, let me say, let me say, give you a little example. You know they want to chip everybody, right? Eventually chip everybody. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, Warren, the best way to chip everybody and not have no argument about the chipping of everybody is to do it through nanochip particles that fucking are in the chemtrails that they drop on your head. Everybody breathes them in. They go into your system. They plant themselves into your fat cells. Now they just chip you. They got you. Yeah. And you don't even know you were chipped. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the way it's going to go. I mean, in the future, I mean, people are going to be, uh, you know, one day it's going to get to a point where people are going to be brain chipped out of the womb before they even have a fighting chance. You know, I was born into bondage, bro. I mean, I was born into complete and total bondage to where they're like literally a prisoner in their own mind and body. I mean, like. Well, you keep planning thoughts in your head, one. They'll be reading your every thought, what you think about, what you feel, what you think. And they'll be planning what they want you to think in your brain for you. Yeah, I know. You know, and I mean, that, that's where we're headed, man. Honestly, people think that's that's scary, but that's reality, man. I mean, you know. that is Well, that is very much reality that people don't even want to think about. You know, here's another dangerous one for you, and nobody even thought it. Everybody just let it happen, okay? We had them take away the analog television set. They took away everything that ran on analog, from radios to TVs. All communications were switched from analog to digital. Nobody complained about it. Nobody bellowed about it. And everybody just let them do it. Well, that's because they wanted to free up the analog waves because they're going to be using the analog waves for technology and technology like uh, we dropped some tips that are like aluminum in the air, nanoparticles. You breathe them in. They implant themselves in you when you breathe them in. Now we can use frequency and the analog system to analog and control you, put thoughts in your brain, make you want things or do things you never even knew you 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 had no you had no control over, because now they're controlling you using well, analog. Factor, factor into this too, man. You know, it's like you've seen predictive programming in movies like Minority Report, where they can lock you up for crimes that you might theoretically commit, right, that you haven't even committed, right? Let's think about this. Now, we live in a future where the world's around like a business, and there's no regard for human rights, right? Okay? And in this world, they can control your thoughts and your ultimately your actions pretty much electronically, okay, if they really want to. And and they can sit here and say, oh, well, well, you might think about this, and we're going to come and arrest you for a thought crime, but you might think about even though we control your fucking thoughts. So if you think about this, it's because it could be because we put the thought in your head just so we can set you up. But that's the kind of world you live in, man. Well, yeah, they can pick you up and say, yeah, let's go ahead and use this person to commit this crime. We will go ahead and plant the thought in their head, and so then we will control their actions through our technology. Okay, and we use analog now that's been freed up so we can use the analog and frequency because frequency will control you whether you know it or not. You get the right frequency, the human mind, the human body runs on frequency. The right frequency will shut your heart down and kill you. The right right frequency will control you. So we get it down to a technology stand where now we're using frequency to control you, so we will control you, have you do something for us that we want done, 
then we will use that to prosecute you. And we have no qualms of doing it. We will destroy your entire life for our own selfish gain. And that's what people get for being a sheep and going along because they're scared to stand up. Just because you're scared to stand up doesn't mean that the system won't won't abuse you. Because that's the truth of it right there. Even people who go along with it, okay, let's say somebody goes along and they're a good little sheep, and they follow all the orders, and they do everything the government tells them to do and whatever, right? And then one day the government decides, okay, well, well, we need to sacrifice a sheep in order to get one of our goals underway. And, well, you happen to be at the, at the wrong spot at the wrong time. They don't well, give a fuck know, about you, bro. Just because you sit here and be a good little sheep doesn't mean that, that they're going to spare you necessarily. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, you know what's crazy, Warren, is this. You know, everybody knew about MK Ultra when it came out about them experimenting on humans, using them as dead guinea pigs to figure out a way for mind control, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, when they shut down MK Ultra, they lied to the public. They never shut it down. People say, no, they shut down MK Ultra years ago, and blah, blah, and they don't even give a date. They say, no. That's when they renamed the program that they didn't tell you about. That's when they continued the program under a new name. That's never stopped. The program has gone on and still going on to this day. It's never stopped. Never. It's been renamed. Locations have changed. That's all that happened. So now what you have is sleeper cells around the United States and Newtown, Connecticut was one of them. Okay, Kalamazoo, Michigan is another one of them. The town where the uh, fake church shooting is another one of them. Yeah, there's what they call sleeper cells around the United States. Right in part of Orlando. Orlando's a big city up in Florida that has suburbs. Well, one of the suburbs of Orlando has been used for a sleeper cell. Because they're all around the United States. Somebody's going to say, what's a sleeper cell? A sleeper cell is where they're still continuing the MK Ultra programming. And they're using people as guinea pigs in that community for just exactly this. Now, people think yeah. this is not going on when it is going on. Yeah, you know. I mean, it is yeah, they, 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 they got foreign troops already on our soil training fucking bases. I mean, well, you know. Well, this, this country is meant to fall to begin with. They're bringing this country down. You know, and everybody wants to say, hey, they're going to happen in my lifetime. Well, that's an easy cop-out to get around it, isn't it? That's just like yeah. getting people to stand up to do anything. Nobody wants well, furthermore, anything. it's kind of selfish too. Even if they ain't gonna happen all the time, that's pretty much what they're saying. Is in other words, they don't give a, they don't care what type of world they leave to their grandchildren. Well, yeah, but you know, let's just go with their schemes that ain't gonna happen in our lifetime. Well, you know, I know that nine eleven would have never happened in my lifetime. So, 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 so that's their attitude. Then why don't they just take their grandchildren and shove them into ovens? Well, they should just take their children and their grandchildren and throw them in gas chambers and ovens. You know? matter, of fact, they, matter of fact, most adults probably would do it in a heartbeat if it meant saving their own ass. Because in today's society, the so-called I care about my children in today's society, 
is all fake. It's a complete lie. Because if you cared about your children, you wouldn't see what's going on happening to your children. You wouldn't be happening to your children. You you wouldn't sit there and say, oh, it's not going to happen to me in my lifetime, so fuck what happens to my grandchildren. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, everything is a cop out to a ditch, void, and run from taking any responsibility of changing anything. Because we're not in the land of the free or the land of the brave. We're in the land of the enslaved and the land of the cowards. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know where we are, man? We're, you know, we're in the land of the free and, the, and it don't cost the elites anything, you know. We don't cost the elites a dime. And, you know, the home of the Whopper, right? Oh, yeah, we don't cost them a dime, right? That's right, because they're busy, <laughs> raping, they're busy raping, plundering, and stealing from you as it is. Every year they steal some more of your rights, take more of your rights and more of your freedoms away, more of your rights and more of your freedoms away. You know, they're taking your freedom away because you're in the land of the free. Okay, they're taking your rights away from you because you're in the land of the free, right? Isn't that how yeah. the land of the free is born? Yeah, you know. You know, I mean, I mean, isn't that how it works? You know, it's just like when they're... Just uh, like they said in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, 1984, right? Uh, uh, freedom of slavery, ignorance of strength. <laughs> well, that's what I mean, our society today in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, we ain't even got the brain chips in yet. And, I mean, our, our society is already halfway there. Me. Well, that's it. Now you've got the brain chips in, so then your society's already halfway there. That's correct. They don't need, you know, well, Jeff Ball, we know they ain't got the chips in yet. We can't I'm sure some people now. do. I mean, like, I, like, like this Ray Carswell guy, you know, he's probably fucking got a damn chip in his brain. I think he does, actually. That's yeah, the guy that, that, that was like the spokesperson for the, for the transhumanist movement. But what about the what about uh, the fact that they could easily be spraying the air with nano chips right now, and you wouldn't even know it? Yeah, um, as a matter of fact, I was telling you that I put I put a link on this uh, in a comment under under one of your videos actually, the uh, the Rayalian movement, uh, which is a uh, which is a government uh, uh, funded UFO cult, right? This is what I've been saying, man. They're using a fake alien scare, man. I'm not saying whether there is or are something beyond us or not. That's another question. That's an open question. But I can definitely tell you they're using a fake alien scare, man. I want to read you a little bit on the uh, the Realian movement, man. Um, because there are parts, and it's been a few years ago since I've been to his website, so I have to find it again. But there are parts in here, man, where um, they. Uh, Pretty much, they're talking about how, how they're promoting GMOs and they're promoting world government and world currency. You well, know, you if you want to bring that up and go ahead and go through that, go for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna work for it, man. I'm gonna make it easy. I'm gonna. We'll give you a moment of silence to go ahead and look for that, and I'll grab me a drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hold on. Um, where is it? Is this it? 
goes somewhere, and I'm going to have to believe some practices. Mm. Let me put in world currents and see what comes up. Okay, let me see. Find world. This is it right here. This one. Bill to get back before I start this, man, because it's got some very good stuff in it. Right. You there, Bill? Okay, uh, this, this link to it brings up some other things affiliated with uh, uh, the rail and movement, too. You there? Okay. Yep, I'm right here. Okay. Uh, this this link is going to talk about some very good information, man. Um, it says uh, the symbol of the Raelian organization was a swastika inside of the Star of David, which is the Jewish star. Now it's a swirly snowflake inside of the Star of David. I guess they changed it. Clonate, a company found by the Raelians in 1997 claimed that a cloned baby girl named Eve had been born to an American mother. See, they support cloning, too. And four more clone babies were on the way. They refused to submit the child to testing, and after a month of worldwide publicity, they announced that Eve would be forever hidden from public view. The goal of the Raelians are a fairly typical New Age stew of respect, happiness, love, play, heart light, skeevy sex, etc., etc., However, in their proposed revision of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, they have a somewhat disturbing section regarding an all-powerful centralized world government. Okay, it says, Article 18A, world government must be in place quickly and democratically. This government will focus mainly on humanitarianism so that the well-being of all humans will become its main concern as opposed to greed and power, as is currently the case. That's laughable. A. This government will see to it that human rights are implemented and respected in all regions of the earth. Ha! It will impose sanctions on regions that do not respect the rights and will severely punish the ones responsible for whatever actions constitute a violation. B. This government will set up a world army to maintain peace everywhere. This will guarantee a true, lasting peace on the entire planet. Furthermore, a worldwide unconditional disarmament policy must be immediately in place. C. The government will engage in a fair distribution to all humans of all the planet's resources, and this without any racial, cultural, or religious discrimination. Uh, this government will set up a world currency as a temporary measure designed to favor and trigger the eventual and permanent removal of the need of money and the economic depravity based on it. Well, we, we know they want a cashless society, right? And then E. 
Yep, this is our one world government. Go ahead. Yeah, he says, in order to guarantee communication between everyone on the planet, this government will also supervise and implement the teachings of a, of, of, of a world language. And see, there you go, right there. They're, they're, they're instrumental in all of this. Oh, this whole UFO cult thing, like, 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 like the Raelians. They promote uh, a world court, a world currency, a world army. They promote all of that, man. A world government, everything. So it goes well, right in the that- plan. And you know what they believe? I'm going to tell you what, because I've looked into what they believe, man. They believe, according to their religion, okay, that that all of the uh, ancient prophets of the various religions were messengers sent down by the aliens, and the gods were the aliens. And so Jesus was a messenger, and Muhammad was a messenger, and Buddha was a messenger. You feel me? Well, I know what you're saying, you know, and the, the hard part of there is, Okay, this there's a lot of controversy in that very one subject you brought up. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that there isn't no other alien race or whatever you want to call it. We'll call it aliens, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say there is no other life form because I have no way of saying there is or there is not. I'm not going to doubt that there would be because I'm sure statistically there probably is not. out in the universe. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to say that maybe we wasn't created by another, what we would call an alien race. That's possible. Nobody really knows for sure. The one thing we do know for sure is we have a bunch of psychopaths who think their name is God who wants to dictate and run the whole world and take everything for themselves. And we do know for sure that they want to use a fake alien scare. Whether they're a real alien, like I said, that's another question. I'm not going there right now. But there's definitely enough. Uh, but there's definitely enough uh, concrete evidence when you look into clone aid, when you look into the Raelian movement, all this stuff, man. You'll see a lot of evidence that they want to use a fake alien scare. The Reagan administration, uh, the whole War of the Worlds thing. I mean, you know, that's why they put that out there is, is the gauge of public's reaction on it. You know, the Reagan administration wanted to use a fake alien scare. They're talking about as far back as the, as the Reagan administration. What would they need to unite the world under a one-world government? Well, you need, there needs to be an external threat, something that the, 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 the unites people together. So they said, well, why don't we stage an alien invasion? Well, you know, they spent neons dividing everybody, right? Yeah. And they want to bring people back together, right? And we know they want to bring people back together, but through their one world government. Okay? So we already have them working on New World Order, One World Religion. That's going on right now. They're already working on that. And I'll say this Bill Cooper, Bill Cooper, he started off putting out a lot of the whole alien information stuff, and then he backtracked on once He found out that they were using them to put out disinfo, and he, he went back on all that stuff. And this was like right before he got taken out, man. That's more long before he got taken out. He he backtracked on all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, again, I mean, I'm very skeptical of a lot of this stuff. Man. A, a, a lot of your uh, shields within the truth movement are are, are promoting a lot of this stuff into the whole New Age concept and matriarchy and shit like that. And, you know, um, I'm open-minded to the concept that we could theoretically have been engineered by something beyond human. Uh, there's enough circumstantial evidence to, out there to make me think that that could be a possibility, but I can only go with what I can prove. 
Well, that's you know, good. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have if you're allowed to have your opinion, you can have your belief in your opinion, but we have nothing concrete to back anything up. So, you know, when it comes right down to it, the only thing I will tell people that I know for a fact, I know for a fact that there is some form of life after death. Only yeah. from my own life experiences. I don't know what form, how, what way, how, you know what I'm saying, what happens after you die. I only know there is a form of life after death. Now, of course, you have the Bible saying this and this and this, but we all understand that's a written script. Wrote by the power of But some people, you'll never get out of that mindset because they grew up in a culture that took them to church from the time they was a baby, and their whole family was churchgoers regularly two times every week all their whole life growing up. And they're so hooked into it that even if they wake up to what's going on around them, you may never get them out of the belief in what they believe. Well, then Cloney, too. Cloney was was connected with the Realian movement because uh, I think that's what's fun in the Realian movement. If you look at Cloney, Cloney, you know, I mean, you know, it's a cloning organization. You know that's connected to the damn government. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know. I mean, you know, the whole cloning experiments and shit like this, man, I mean, that's a whole other topic in and of itself, because think about this here for a moment, man. If the government has the ability to clone people, right, let's say, Bill, they decided that that you were becoming a problem for them. So they they decided, okay, they're going to send a hitman out to assassinate you, but they don't want anybody to know that you that you've been taken out. So what are they going to do? They're going to, they're going to develop a clone of you, and, and, and they're going to train that clone, you know, to march in lockstep and be a good little sheep and take your place, and fit right into yeah. society. Nobody's going to know anything happened. I know what you're saying. You know, this came right. This came right from sci-fi fiction, but who's to say that it couldn't be a reality? You know. I mean, who's to say they couldn't do it as a reality? Oh, that never happened because you're totally nuts. And I say, yeah, I know I'm totally nuts because I understand that man can't fly. Man don't have wings. Well, they well look at this, for man. <laughs> this is what we can prove with the science that they've allowed us to see, which is the surface-level fucking little breadcrumbs they fed us, right? And we can already see that they put a human ear on a rat's back through through genetic alteration and genetic experimentation. So who who who's this? I mean, we already know that they can clone people. They can clone body parts. Who's to say what they're doing behind the curtain? Nobody can say for sure because the problem is is they they're always experimenting, just like the man scientist Frankenstein and blah blah blah. They're always experimenting. That's never stopped. What the hell do they think MK Ultra was? Oh, that was shut down years ago. No, it wasn't. They lied to the public, said they shut it down. They gave a brand new name to the very same program and continued on. Yeah, you know. I mean, technically, I mean, MK Ultra, I mean, technically, it was the same thing they did with the Milgram's experiment. They probably changed the name several times. Exactly. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, if you're. And they just came yeah. on and now, yeah, and now they would be so far along, they totally understand how the human brain works. They understand how to control it. 
and they're using it to their advantage. Let's just put it this way. Television set could have been the greatest invention ever invented. Instead, it's the worst invention ever invented. Why? Because it got into the hands of the wrong people. They use it as a weapon. Yeah. And this is what happens when you have technology in the hands of psychopaths. You know, most people don't even know the history behind how we got the TV. If you look at how we got the television, okay, it started off as a tool that was used on the Soviet military as a way of conditioning their troops to make sure that, I mean, as a way of brainwashing their troops, basically, and keeping them in line. And once they realized how how, how massively successful it was, they said, okay, well, 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 let's start implementing these things in in the houses all over the world. Yeah. And they did. And you see the results. It's already been proven. And it works. It works wonderfully. Yeah, you know. Today's society, people walk around acting like a TV, dressing like a TV, talking and walking like a TV. And they're too naive and don't realize that's what they're doing. Well, that gradually got worse. It went from TV to you know to the internet to, to, to cell phones and text messengers and, and iPads and this and that. Now you got a generation full of people who literally can't go ten minutes without their fucking smartphone or their fucking text messenger. I mean, it's you know so so they're, they're getting people hooked and addicted to all this technology. You know, I mean, you know, added like these artificial hooks or these artificial needs or digs that they can exploit within people and people are too stupid to even pick up on it uh, mm-hmm. all, all they all they know is what's convenient and they're entertained so they don't they don't really care you know yeah well you know <laughs> it's to the point now that unless people take their heads firmly out of their cowardly asses use my language and start growing some gonads and some clips and becoming brave human beings and becoming individual human beings and understanding that when you're an individual, it doesn't mean that when you disagree with somebody, you have a right to attack them because they think differently than you. Because if they can't think differently than you without you attacking them, then you don't want individuality. You want dictatorship. Which makes you no better than the elite at the top. Because individuality means they don't feel the same way about something as you because they're a different person. That may not be every single topic across the board, but that's a fact of life. You learn how to live with that. Who said you had to live with them? Who said you had to be the best buddy? Nobody. You learn how to work along with people the same common goal and live your life separate of each other, and live with the people around you that are more like-minded than you. Yeah, you know. I mean, there, I mean because there's always going to be a difference in perception, some people are going to get lost in the forest, so to speak, and never going to be. They'll try to wander around the wilderness, but these are people who, they might think that they're thinking for themselves, but are really not. You know, I mean, and some of these people might mean well, man, but I mean, at least, to some degree, I mean, the condition's so thick, man. I mean, it might mean well at some level, but again, again, we live in a culture that teaches people that that, that bad is exciting and good is boring. So, I mean, you know, 
Uh, it's a question of, of, of how much, you know, that kind of conditioning has affected people on a subconscious level. But, um, you know, when we live in a society where, uh, again, I don't even keep going back to TFL, but we live in a society where you've got to be a skilled liar and manipulator just to get your damn foot in the door just to be able to get a damn mate. That should tell you something. I mean. Well, you know, it has, you know, it's not so much that you're going back to TFL. The thing is, is you still have a lot of people out there that can't wrap their mind around the concept of TFL who are still trying to deny what's right in their face. Well, because deep down, instinctively, they they know it's the truth. They just don't want. They just don't want to. The, the, the weirdest thing I've seen here lately online, when it comes to this stuff, man, is the people say they'll embrace it. They oh, they know it's a thing, but they'll say, oh, but it's just nature, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I'm like, man, that's just using nature as a crutch, because you know. Well, that's that's I mean, exactly what that is. When you say that's just nature, there's nothing you can do about it. No, that's well, they could have used that. They could have used that same argument during segregation. Mm-hmm. They could use that same argument during segregation. Well, it's just nature. I mean, this happens in nature, so therefore we just got to accept it. You know. Hey, you know what? I don't see. I don't see dogs and separating the beagles from the from the poodles and from the poodles from the German shepherds or the German shepherds or the Saint Bernards. I don't see animals separating each other out and discriminating against each other because this dog here is shorter than the other dog. No. Or looks different than the other dog. No, I don't see that happening in, in nature. I don't see birds separating themselves out. No. no I mean, there will be like, let's say, like, say, for example, like with a pack of dogs, what you'll have is they don't, they don't fight over, like, breeds or raising them. They'll, they'll fight over territory or they'll fight over, like, resources or a mate or something like that. Well, they'll fight you over resources. They need food for survival. Yeah. And if it's hard to find, they'll fight over the food for survival. They might take one little area that they seem to think that they get a lot more food in and try to keep other dogs from coming in and taking more food they got from that area. Okay, you might even have a war between two different packs. Like if you got one pack of wolves over here and you got a separate pack of wolves over here from a whole different pack, and for whatever reason, you know, they come into the same territory and they don't get along. You know, I mean, you might have, you might even have like, you know, a war between between two different packs. You know, I mean, but. Yeah, but overall, that doesn't really take place very often at all. Human beings use it as a cop-out. They use yeah. it as a cop-out to avoid responsibility. To run from responsibility like a bunch of little cowards. Yeah, you know, pretty much. I mean, well, that nature has became like the other, like in a sense, the big crutch, too. I mean, yeah, to some degree, I mean, to a point, there are some things that that, that I think that are, Irreversible, but there are some things that, that, that we can alter within nature, and uh, I mean, a lot of times it's, it's, it's kind of like the crutch, like, well, like you know, like religious people would use that crutch, and you know, or uh, God's will or not. Well, I mean, that's more like the secular version of that. It's, it's, you know, it's just nature. It's just nature, and sometimes, man. I mean, hell, I could go, I could shit on the fucking sidewalk and say it's just nature. I mean, technically, if you want to go by that route, I'm not saying that it's right, but technically, if we're going by animal nature, I mean, you know, we could use that to defend rape. 
You know, the only the funny thing you notice about this is is is, is, is they'll use it against men all the time. All this, it's just nature. It's just nature. Man up and deal with it. But when but when something is unfair to women, right? We they never go back to that nature argument. They always say you say oh, you're supposed to choose nurture over nature when it comes to women. But when it comes to men, oh, it's just the way it is. Just just man up and deal with it. No, that's called division, Warren. That's how you know, women act. You haven't figured out why women act the way they act? Because we've created thousands of double standards for men and women, and we've placed women on a pedestal, you know, and I get my thrills out of a woman while you hear her complain about how suppressed she's being, how suppressed down she's being. And I'm thinking, well, hell, let me trade you. I'd love to have your suppression. After you live a while as a man, you'll discover what suppression really is, won't you? Yeah, you know. Because the women. I mean, yeah, we could just as easily say, uh, you know, war happens in nature. But I mean, most people, I mean, at least consciously realize that war isn't a good thing. I mean, some people might be brainwashed to think that, you know, oh well, in 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 certain circumstances we might have to. I mean, which. In a natural world, even if we got rid of government, yeah, yeah, there would be situations where we might have to. But I mean, I mean, that's another situation, man. I mean. In the situation as it is right now, man, we don't have to fight for these goddamn fat, no-deck, pencil-pushing fucking faggots that want to do nothing but take away our rights and enslave us. Right, I mean... And their, never, and their kids will never go to war, right, Warren? Yeah, you know. Like I said, there's not going to be a perfect solution. Like I said, even if we went back to small communities and we dismantled all the governments, we went back to small communities and stuff... It's not going to 100% fix everything. That's the best thing I could come up with, but it's not going to 100% fix everything because, like I said, there's still going to be, you know, like let's say we got a small community bill, okay? We got Let's say it was about like maybe around 500 people, right? It's a pretty small community. We take care of our stuff. We're doing good, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now here comes another community full of, full, full of outsiders, uh, and these people aren't so friendly. These people want what we have, and they're, they're going to try to take it through force. Now, we're going to have to defend that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I know what you're saying. And, 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 and if there's other camp or people who aren't as worried about maintaining their sovereignty or their individual liberties, uh, then, 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 then there's no cap on how big they can get and how, and how many guns and soldiers and resources that they can procure, which means that, which means that they're liable to be, you know, four times our size. Because we're concerned about trying to keep our society free, which means we can't allow it to grow over a certain size. Because if it gets too big, you know, we're going to lose control over it, and then you're going to have this situation again. But if somebody don't care about that, they don't care about maintaining their, their freedom or whatnot, you know, they live in a more dictatorial-like kind of uh, a camp, you know, they're going to be able to garner more resources, more guns, and more men to their disposal. So they're going to have a monopoly on force. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's still that's still what you call the virus to attack the human brain, power and greed. Yeah. Is somebody wanting to think that they have a right to rule over the top of other people when they don't have a right to rule over the top of you know? I don't agree. But here's the never thing: you're never going to completely get rid of people like that. I mean, I agree with you, man. I mean, you know, that's greed and that's pure evil, but. We're never going to completely get rid of that, though, man. There's always going well, to be people that are like that. I understand that. But, you know, if you had a just a fair, fair society and 
Somebody comes up and decides I'm going to be the ruler and they blah, blah, blah. They demonstrate that behavior. You just take them out. It's like a disease. You get rid of the disease the minute you see any signs of it. Now, say that's rude. That's cruel. That's evil. No, that's protecting your society. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Rob. If you got to live in a small community, that means you can only perceive what's going on within your community. What happens if other people are breeding this kind of illness and this kind of bloodthirstiness outside of your community, somewhere else in another community? You can't police the world, you no, know, you and, and and you definitely don't want the government to police the world. That's what that's what we don't want. Well, what you got is a situation where people control themselves. When you get somebody who thinks they have to be the ruler over the top of somebody else, and then greed steps in the way and they want more and more and more and more, them are the people that should be taken out immediately. Because them are yeah. the people that are dangerous to any society and of any community anywhere. My because point is, if they're one, not within your community, there's not much you can do to take them out. They're outside your community. You, right. you only live in a small community. I understand that, but if people around the world were, could recognize the traits in general, and that's just to say that you have the majority of the world who all wants what you're just talking about, right? Yeah. Well, that's possible, but it's only possible when people around the world recognize them to recognize the signs. And then the first time anybody within their community exhibits some signs, then people are taken out. To prevent yeah, them from ever, ever being able to pull. Because you can't allow that to breed, because if you allow that to breed, then what that's going to do is eventually get a clip of people to think. Well, like well, what will happen, man, is, is these psychopaths will get together and, and start creating their own little cliques and their own little, on, on the outside. And they'll start, that's what will happen. They'll start developing their own little camps, their own little communities of psychopaths. Yeah. Who will be, you and know. And then eventually they'll come in and try to take out a community that's a little big, slow, just a little smaller than them. And then they'll take that community to theirs. Then they'll do it to another and another. And you'll have the same damn situation all over again. Yeah, so exactly. Now you're seeing it. See? So now what you, that's what I said. What you have to do is, you know, first off, you got to retrain people. The programming is big time. I mean, even if you could stop everything that's going on right now, we have to re-unbrainwash people, okay, from what they've been brainwashed with. Then people need to know the signs. And the first time in their community, somebody or more than one somebody starts wanting and exhibiting the signs of somebody that's going to be trouble, that's wanting to have more than what they should, that don't want to share, that wants to be in charge of everybody around them, them are the people you instantly take out. Yeah. You know, and that has to be around the world that everybody's doing that when that somebody. And it shouldn't be like a witch hunt kind of thing because if you go on a witch hunt, you're creating the type of environment where these types of people thrive in. And before you know it, man, you know everybody will actually be be, be following the psychopath as he's pointing the finger to, to you know to burn somebody else at the stake, somebody who's innocent. Well, no, you know, who knows? Probably the messenger, probably the good guy. Well, you can't have it as a witch hunt thing because the deal is this. You only go and take these people out when they exhibit or when they show up in your community or somebody in your community starts showing the signs and acting that way, right? But yeah. you can't go hunting for them because if you go hunting for them, then you're going to become like the person 
you think you're hunting for. Exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you'd be faced with this with this conundrum here, right, where on one hand, you know, like I said, you don't want a scenario where, like, what do you do with these people? Right? I mean, like, let's say if you're in a scenario like that, the grid has collapsed, right, and you got your small community, right, you catch some of these people. you got these people who you know are stone-cold, brutal psychopaths and are dangerous for your community. Now, you can do one of two things, okay? You can either you can either kill them right there on the spot, right, and then you could argue, well, well, then if you do that, like you're becoming like them, maybe, right, or you can imprison them. But see, if you imprison them, that means that you're gonna have to use all the food and resources. You you, you have to use some of that, the, the food and the resources that that your community gathers to keep this person alive, and this person could get out and still become dangerous, you know. So there's your conundrum right there. What do you do with these people? Well, you know. You can try to rehabilitate them, get them to understand, because first off, my idea for a righteous world for everybody, the world's in the shape it's in because we, the people, have allowed it to be where it's had to begin with, okay? Some people can't and be rehabilitated. Now, some people, well, it depends on what, what kind of mental disorder it is. Some things can be rehabilitated. Some things can't, man. Some things are, are, are biological. Like a psychopath, man, they're born a psychopath. They're going to be a psychopath the day they die, no matter what. Well, I- I can understand that, but where I'm coming from is this. First off, if I was to have the society of the world that we're talking about, everybody would have the exact same amount of everything. In other words, if we had a monetary system, you would have no more money than somebody else had. didn't matter what your trade was, what your position in life was. Everybody would have enough to live comfortably, very comfortably, right, Without no need for anybody else's, okay? And this way, there would never be an issue with this person has more than me, this person blah, 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 blah. Now, the person that steps outside that box and they think they need to have more, even though they have more than enough already like everybody else does, then they have to be stopped because it's the same behavior. Greed has no end. Power has no end. You have to control it. And people can control it now, if they want to control it. But if they choose, to, I don't want to control it because I want to be greedy. I want to be a parasite. And I have to put a bullet inside of your head. And I have to put a bullet inside of your head because you're a disease. Yeah, you know. Well, they want to sit here and keep, you know, playing. Well, well, it feels good to be, you know, to be decadent and not to care about how to treat others. Well, people can go about that way. And where that's going to lead is where it's been leading. Is where that's going to lead in the long run is, in slave, is, is slavery for, for for all of humanity. Yeah. Now, whether that happens in their lifetime or not, whether it happens in their grandkids' lifetime or their great-great-grandkids' lifetime, but eventually it's going to fucking happen. Here's the thing and another thing people don't stop to think about. When people say, uh, you know, oh, well, well, this is going to happen in my lifetime. Well, here's the thing. The shitty conditions that we have today was because it was because their grandparents had the same mentality they had. Well, if it don't happen in my lifetime, I don't care. Well, you know, when people are, you know, the day society is so jacked up from programming, and because we've had an unfair society to begin with, and we have had a very unfair society to begin with, where we've allowed people to have more than other people, 
And because of this, it goes to their brain. It goes to their head and their ego, and their heads swell up like a friggin' balloon, and they think there's something they're not. This is the reason I said to do it right, everybody would have the exact same amount as somebody else. Everybody. There would be nobody above nobody else because you'd all have the exact same amount of everything that somebody else had. And you would be able to live comfortably. You'd have a nice home. You'd have a nice car. You'd have enough money to go on vacation, to fix your car, replace your car if you needed to. Everybody would live comfortably, right? In return for everybody doing the exact same amount of work in society to contribute. In other words, we still had to build the cars, right? We still had to have food, right? So everybody's going to put in the exact same amount of work time towards that goal for everybody. And I, so I, I think of a lot of this, too. When you think about an organized society, the average work day is like what? Like about eight hours, okay? Eight hours a day, five days a week, okay? <laughs> Dedicated to working away for an employer and a company that the person probably don't even lie. But they have no choice. they got to do it because they're a wage slave, right? And yeah. And, and, and as this person is losing all these years of their life, man, working for this company or this corporation, it's time that they could be using to discover themselves, to spend time with their loved ones, their family, to go out and do things and live life, man. I think of it like this. If we live in a society where, where, where it's up to me, man, the average person, there would be enough people out there, man, that you know, it would create more jobs too, man, so everybody would, have, so everybody would be able to find, find work. Now this person should have to work no, no, no more like maybe four or five hours a day, and that way there would be more jobs for everybody else. And, and, and I mean, you know, that would work. Why wouldn't it? Well, well, Warren, if everybody worked together to produce what was needed, right? Yeah. People could work four hours a day. Everybody in the community worked four hours a day. Everybody worked for free. Not for way, not for money, for free, right? Because everybody's going to receive the same amount of money regardless of what. Everybody's going to receive the same amount of everything, which means you're going to have more than enough money given to you, more than enough food given to you. You're not going to be paying for the resources because we're all working to bring the resources to everybody. You're not going to be paying for anything. What you'll be doing is working to provide. Everybody be working together to provide what everybody needs and wants. And everybody's going to have more than enough of it to live a very comfortable life with no need for anything. And in a community like that or a society like that, you're going to have fairness across the board and nobody's going to be above nobody. And the first time somebody thinks they have to be above somebody or have more than somebody else, then that person gets locked up. Well, if that person don't change attitude, that person can stay locked up and have less than everybody. So take their pick. You have to do away with this bullshit of, I'm better than you, Warren. I'm above you. Yeah, I know. It's kind of of high school level shit, ain't it? I mean. mean. It is. That's, That's people's inability to grow the fuck up is what it is. I mean, I believe in fairness, man. I mean, I kind of think like, like fairness and equality are two separate things. Like, 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 there's going to be, well, I, mean, I don't even want to go into that, but I mean, 
I believe that you can be fair to people. I believe that you can, that, that, you know, that, 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 that there should be an equal amount of privileges for men and women. It's just that I, I believe there are different privileges on average. But I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, I don't think that nobody's really above anybody. I mean, you know. Well, the privileges have to be the same for everybody, regardless of gender. If somebody chooses not to want women privileges because of their gender, then that has to be their choice. Their choice. Yeah, but I still think that's kind of ignoring biology. That's my opinion, man. But, I mean, yeah, there's exceptions, but on average, man, I'm doing it with a greater number. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm skeptical of going down this whole androgynous, you know, rabbit hole where where, where men and women are, are, you know, if we're to assume that that we are biologically capable of the same things and we're to fill the same role, then we're pretty much saying that that men and women are the same. And and, and, and that's right where the elites want us to go. No, that's I mean, not. That's not. That's actually not saying that at all. No, because when you already understand the woman and the man are not the same, when you already understand that, okay, just because a woman wants to do the same thing as a man does, or a man wants to do the same thing the woman's doing, doesn't change their biology. Focus on the differences. What you do is create resentment. Now you created the very division. When you, you ignore those differences and rationalize them away, man, you know, you uh, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're not going to really agree to that, man. That's fine. I mean. Well, there's just no way. I mean, the, the, common, the, the, common, the common denier here is the fact that when you tell somebody by gender, they can't have this or do this based on their gender, you're going to have resentment. That resentment is going to cause division. Well, maybe there's ways to work through that. But on average, though, I mean, there is. Maybe there's ways to work through that. Like, let's say, for example, if you got, like, a really butch lesbian or something who's, you know, pretty much like a guy. I mean, you know, she's she's obviously not having any babies, so there's no problem with putting her on the front line. So she has a chance to earn, you know, to to earn her right to compete, uh, to hold resources and, uh, you know, to hold – you know, and you know, to, to vote on authoritative decisions and stuff along with the men. You know, if you have a fair, just world and people working together, there's not going to be no such thing as front line. If you have somebody wanting to play dictatorship and rape and salvage, I'm not saying look, 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 man. Even if we got rid of the government, there's, there's you know, there. there, there you, you're still not going to have a utopia, man. I mean, you're still, even if we got rid of government, like I said, even if we went back to a small community, man, we're still going to have to deal with outside threats and people who want to, who, who, we still have to deal with people who want to come in and take what you have. You won't have to defend that. You know, you know. unfortunately, like some parts of nature, man, you can't get around. There's going to be bad people, and, there's, and sometimes you're going to have to defend yourself. You have to defend, you know, your home, your your family, your tribe, whatever. You're going to have to defend. There's no way around that. that. It's just going to happen. I, I can understand that and respectively agree with you totally across the board there, Warren, because you're right about that. So somebody's got to, so that means somebody's got to fight to, to defend the community. Okay, well, but that somebody could be everybody. Except for children. You don't want to put women on your front. Like women, women bear the babies, man. Oh, uh, well, I hold mean, on now. Okay, so women say oh, we're going to go back to playing privilege again. So now we're asking for trouble again. 
So, I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, men and women, I mean, the man has uh, has the privilege of, of being able to vote on things and direct things as far as in the community, and he has the, uh, you know, I mean, the woman's got the, the, uh, the privilege of being able to choose somebody who will take care of her. I mean, you know, uh, it balances out. I mean, well, it's balanced out so great that we have TFL. Sure well, actually, how we got TFL is because of hypergamy, man. We, how we got TFL is because, of, is because we started trying to treat women like men. That's how we got TFL. Because when, when a woman can make the same amount of money that a man can make, now, now uh, you know, her, her price tag is going to go up. Well, that's, you know, that's still not – Her standards are going to go up, man. Her, you know – That's not from her making as much money, though. Ah. So what? That's not because she made just as much money. The reason that happened is because you played favoritism. You placed one gender above another gender. So you're saying that women don't go for money? I didn't say that. I said, hey, well, I mean, well, I mean, you're saying that that's not the reason why her standards are getting heavier. But it is. I mean, if a woman is yeah. going after a man for two things mainly, looks and money, looks, money, and status, right? Well, she's already got. If she can already compete for a man's resources on her own and already gain just as much resources as the man has, well, now she's going to require her man to have even more resources. In in other words, since she's making, let's say, fifty thousand a year, now her man's got to make seventy-five thousand dollars or more a year. So what happened to the society we just talked about? You threw that away already? Huh? Yeah, I mean, again, that's what I'm saying. That's that's how that's happened. Way that society that we just created, huh? If you if you created a society where everybody had the exact same, the exact same, everybody did. How does that even play into that? It don't. What do you mean? Like, if you have a society, if you create a new society where everybody has the exact same amount of everything. Has yeah. nothing to do with gender at all. Nobody will ever be above somebody else. You don't play favoritism to anybody based on gender. Well, as long as there's social institutions put into place, man, then, then, then you know, I mean, well, without some kind of social institutions put in or some kind of social thing put into place, like back in the day, they they reinforced monogamy. Okay, that was a social institution that was put into place to to keep hypergamy down. Without that, what you're going to get, even without money system, is women will still be physically hypergamous on attraction level. Though they're going to look for you know, the, you know, you you you'll still end up with the eighty twenty rule based upon you know the women are going to go for the the same men that all the other women are going for. Well, a lot of that's been social conditioning all along to begin with. That's what people don't understand. See, what, what happens is... They so to that. Female, I mean, nature, female nature unchecked leads to this hypergamous kind of, kind of situation where, um, where you end up with an 80-20 rule. I mean... But, but so does male. But so does male. Because the males don't do the choosing in the dating game. I mean, you might have male hypergamy, but it's not going to get to the point to where hundreds of women are, are living TFL. 
Uh, but males don't do the choosing because of programming, because of society norms. Okay, if you man. change and create a society that's equal straight across the board, I mean equal straight across the board, you're not going to play into them fucking gender roles and play favoritism. If you want to play into gender roles and favoritism, then you'll never get out of the society that was already created. You'll just recreate it over and over. And I mean, over. I kind of, on one level, I kind of think that 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 women that women get to embrace the you know the the privileges of both gender roles, and men should be able to also. But at the same time, man, I mean, I just don't. I mean, I don't trust where the elites are using that man, because I don't trust this whole. You know, I mean. To me, that I mean, to me, it's just promoting androgyny. It's just, it's just saying that we're the same, and the, and the, I mean, I can't see that any other way. Well, it's not saying people are the same, but what you're doing, when you don't look at it straight across the board, what you do do, is you create a divide. And as long as you create a divide. Then you will always have the complications we have. Well, in that case, we're creating divide. Talking about uh, TFL because we might because we might alienate feminists. Well, TFL. I mean, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, I I get divisions a part of it, man. But sometimes, I mean, there's other tools out there too. And sometimes, I think one of the biggest tools is the is 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 fear of offending people, man. I mean. I'm not afraid of offending anybody. I don't care if they don't like what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you're going to have equal straight across the board, it has to be equal straight across the board. You can't play, well, it's equal straight across the board, but I'm not going to be equal to her because she's a female and she's different than me because when you do that, you have just created the problem that's going to start all over again. I don't think women are capable intellectually of of, of, of of leading, man. I don't think they're biologically cut out to be leaders, man. I really don't. Okay. I mean... They could, they could also say the same to you. They can say, well... Well, I can, I don't think I, I can base this off, <laughs> off the fact that, 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 that generally speaking, you know, empires go through cycles. They They go from the patriarchal stage to the traditional conservative or egalitarian stage to the feminist stage to the collapse, and then it goes back around again, right? And the most successful point within any empire is in the early patriarchal stages. And the reason for that being because, uh, you know, this is what has been bred into people's DNA for a long time is that um, going back into the days of hunting and gathering, I mean, women – were a protected class, man. They, they they didn't have to make the tough decisions. They were taken care of, right? The men had to put the needs of others before our before our own, in order in order to ensure the survival of the tribe. And uh, you know, and so uh, a lot of times men would be the ones that were tasked with with making the the tough decisions and stuff like that. And that's what and and even though we're not really living in that kind of world no more, no. But some of that's still, I think, there within our DNA. I mean. You know, women on average are, are very. I'm not saying you don't have some emotional men too, but, 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 but generally speaking, women are more emotional than men. I'm not saying men don't have emotions, but generally speaking, we as men can rationalize through our emotions a lot easier than women can. Women are, are generally ruled by their emotions a lot more. I'm not saying every woman, but I'm just I'm, I'm making a general statement. But I mean, that's 
You but know? It, still goes, it still goes back to the majority of the problems that we face. I mean, even when you go back to, well, as far back in time and blah, 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 and men, but if you look at reality, let's look at reality and let's go back 200 years. Has history not replayed itself over and over in the last 200 years? Yeah, it has. Okay, that's right. So if I was a woman listening to what you're saying, I would say, well, then I can prove that men are terrible leaders. Because, see, history keeps replaying itself. We keep having wars and killing one another. And it's because men are running it. Well, but that's not that's not entirely accurate. Men and women run it, man. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, who, who, who is the head of the English crown? It's a queen. I'm using the example. If I was a woman, and I was listening to what you were saying, okay, I would have a valid argument with you, because my argument would be simple, and it would be provable that for the last two hundred years. Men have had the upper hand. Of women I'm not saying that men haven't made mistakes, man, but, I mean, men are generally more logical than women, man. I mean. What you use as an argument, okay, fell on its face. Because the woman can say, we have repeated history over and over under your leadership. And how are you Under the leadership of that? a queen. I mean, the queen, uh, the queen had handlers, yeah, which, which were probably men. But, I mean, even still, but that's not to prove that, I mean, even that herself. The, 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 you haven't had as many females in power, man. I mean, but you have plenty enough in power to show that they're just as, well, they're just as capable of abusing their power as men are. I mean. I understand that, but what I'm saying is this. Because you're going to, when you bring up the queen to her, She's going to bring up every male leader in every other society, which is going to outnumber one single queen, and show the same behavior over and over, and you're still going to have nothing but a big conflict. The problem is simple. You've got to to get away from focusing on genders, period. And remember, we're all human. You couldn't be here if it wasn't for her. And she couldn't have had you if it wasn't for he. I just don't buy into this all equality-based religion, man. I mean, like this whole egalitarianism. To me, it's just a, it's, it's, it's another red pill that needs to be digested, man, to me. I mean, you know, I mean, doesn't mean that, 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 that one gender or one race or whatever is any better than the other, man. But there are going to be differences, man. I don't think there needs to be roles when it comes to, like, races or anything like that. But, I mean, a lot of gender roles and stuff d- developed biologically and have been manipulated by the, by our current go- by our governments of the world. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, we can go back, back and forth with this all night. We're not going to necessarily see eye to eye. I mean, Well, you know, no, I'm just telling you, if you're ever going to have a – if you're going to ever have an equal – just society, everything has to be straight across the board for everybody. You can't just. I don't believe equal in that concept is possible, man, because I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe well, that for, for equal to be possible, right. we have to all be the same. And we're not the same. Well, then let's do away with all men or all women and tell me we're all going to be the same. Come on. 
Once you do away with Even then, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's individual differences. I'm not saying that there's not individual differences between individual people, but but there's collective differences within within certain categories of people too, man. That, that, that are that are very biologically uh, grounded. I mean, they're. That's why I said programming. Because of the yeah, but programming, even programming. There has to be some truth to the biology argument for programming to even work. Well, if that was the case, then we couldn't have had the female mechanics that kept up with every single man and even knew more than yeah, a man when it came to... I, I never denied that there were exceptions, bro. I've said that a hundred times that there are exceptions. Well, yeah, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about the rules over the exceptions. But if it was biological, if it was actually in the DNA, biological, then exceptions wouldn't exist. Well, I mean, it exists at an individual level, but at a collective level, it generally does. And, I mean, you know, I mean, what to do with the exceptions is, 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 is another question. But I don't want to go down to – I don't want to walk down the roads that, that you know, the, 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 the Freemasons are painting out for me, saying, here, you know, men and women are the same. There's no differences between them, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, androgyny, yay. I mean, I don't, I don't want to go down that road. Well, I, I mean, can understand. I can understand that, but I was never talking about what the Freemasons want. I talked about. Well, that's what they want. That's what they want. They want us to sit here and say well, that men and women should be treated exactly the same, and there's absolutely no difference between men and women. That's but what they, they want. But they don't want a fair society for everybody. They don't want everybody to have a comfortable living. And be on the exact same pay level. Yeah, but you gotta ask yourself well, why it is that they, you know that, that they want to do away with the concept of men and women. Why, why well, is it they want to do? Why it is that they want to uh, bring us into an androgynous society where where there's no? I mean, where there's literally like, I mean, that's what that's what they're trying to take us towards, man. I mean, that's why we're, that's, that's why that's why we've been flooded with all this androgynous. Huh? Yeah, but I wish you know, I wish I could bring it back up. About 11 years ago or so, I watched a documentary, and it was on back in the Western days, okay? And if I could fucking have that now, I would play that for you, okay? And it showed back in the Western days, this is many neons ago, okay, that women didn't have to say so. They didn't pick their man. The man picked the woman in the dating scene. Not the woman picking the man. The man actually did the picking. I'd have to see that man to believe it, because I don't. I mean, that's not that's that's not what I mean. I mean, maybe if you sent to me, I mean, I'd, I'd look into it, man. But I don't know. I mean, as far as I know, man, the women have always picked the man. But I mean, back in the day, there was at least something to balance it out. There were uh, there were there were social institutions kept in place to where you didn't have shit like TFL. I mean, but the, but the women well, have always yeah. picked the man. I, well, yes, as far as what you know, that's right. And as far as what I've lived, yes, right? But since I wasn't alive back then when I watched that documentary, it made a lot of sense. And because I wasn't alive back then, I'm not going to sit and say, well, no, that's just a complete lie. Well, look, gender roles have been torqued politically, you know, on cultural grounds to the various different cultures around the world for past hundred years. You know, what I mean, they've been torqued with, they've been played with, and toyed with. I mean, I'm not going to deny that. I mean, you know, especially within the conditioning 
infrastructure and things like that. I mean, I still think at the basic framework level, though. I mean, a lot of the uh, a lot of the hardcore truths within within the genders, man, still apply universally. I mean, you know, well, you know, within, within so all cultures and times. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't have the way of saving it back then, because back when I seen that. We didn't have the ability to download or record what was on our screen back then. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And because I did not have that, there was no way for me to save that. And for the life of me, I can't find it now because it's been scrubbed. Like so much information, you go back four years ago, there's information you could have looked up that you won't even find now because it's been scrubbed off the existence of the Internet. Okay. Now, there's a reason they're scrubbing it, because they don't want people seeing it. But in that documentary, what they showed you in the dating arena back then was the men did the choosing because the men were the providers. The women spared the kids. The women stayed home and took care of the kids. And the men were the providers, complete providers, which we already still have that in today's society, right, with gender providers. Right. Well, well, see, what, what my research had taught me was different. What my research had taught me is this, is that the woman still did pick the man, right? And the man was still a protector and a provider. But the, the, the difference was is that because of that, only the man voted, because our vote never really counted. You know that and I know that. But only, only the man voted on things, and only the man could acquire financial resources, right? And that's what kept it, that, that's what kept it evened out, well, I know you what know, you're so, saying. So, 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 so there would be equal an equal number of or an equal amount of privileges to men and women. Yeah. Well, this documentary reached back where governments were established around the globe, and you had leaderships, but you had freer communities. But this documentary went way back in time, and it was showing where the man was the man was provider and protector, and because the man was the one out there doing the labor and doing the everything and was providing and protecting, he had the choice of what woman he was going to provide and protect for. She did not have the choice. Well, see, in a lot of patriarchal societies, when when it gets that way, the man chooses, it's usually the top percentage of men. It's like usually like the alpha, the alpha man. What you have is you'll have polygamy, which which, again, that's usually towards the end of a, a of a patriarchal stage in an empire and going into the uh, egalitarian or the uh, gynocentric conservative stage, where where a small number of top percentage of men will control, will have access to all the women at the expense of all the other men. And that's, that's, that's usually where the eighty twenty rule will start, because because you need you need monogamy to keep that uh, you know to keep hypergamy to keep hypergamy in check so that you don't end up with the eighty twenty rule. Well, you know, the thing the thing that I do know is this. Mankind has monkeyed with everything there is, including what we're talking about, okay? Mm. And so, therefore, we both know this to be true. Yeah. So, therefore, I can only say this. In your lifetime, in my lifetime, what the gender roles are is what they've been pushed onto people. But to say that what I've seen back then... Is a complete lie I will not do. I was not alive to see or witness myself to say it's a lie. Okay? 
I know that mankind has monkeyed with everything and changed everything from the over and over again. Okay? And this is one of the reasons I said that I do believe the most majority of everything has been programming, has been passed down to us, pushed down to us, and taught to us from the time we were children for neons and neons and neons. And you'd have no way of knowing any different. Okay? Because this is what everybody goes by. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And you know, and if I was creating a fair society, it would be fair straight across the board. It has nothing to do with what the Freemasons want or blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing yeah. to do with that because all I'm doing is stopping the bullshit that everybody would have a fair living. Everybody. I'll say this, man. If, if he gave the average woman out there an option, and this was her, this was well, this was her option right here, okay? She could either vote with the tribe and and and, ha- and have some authority, right, and be able to gain her own resources. But for her to do that, she would have to be willing to put herself on the, you know on the line with the men and be able to be able to defend and protect the community with the men and you know which means that she'd have to put herself in a disposable position right or or or, or option b she would have no authority of, 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 of you know of, of, of directing to the community or voting on anything. She would have no resources of her own, but she'd be protected. She'd get the place safe. She'd have she'd get to pick a guy who, who who would provide for her and take care of her and keep her safe. Which which yeah. you, you, you know you, you know which option ninety nine percent of the women out there are going to pick option B. Well, you know what I would say if I was doing your option A and option B? Huh? I, I would say option B, if the man is going to be the provider and protector, he does the picking and not her. If she wants to do the picking, then she has to go with option A. Yeah. I wouldn't play favoritism that way. I would be straight across the board. Okay, because option A would be a much better option to begin with because you're playing equal straight across the board and it has nothing to do with gender, okay? It has nothing to do with favoritism. If she wants to choose option B, then option B should also include she has no say-so in the dating scene that the guy does the picking. He's the protector and the provider. Yeah. She don't get a fucking free pass to pick out her protector and provider. Uh-uh. If he's the one that's got to put his life on the line and take care of her ass, then he has the right to pick who he's taking care of. Yeah, but even that, like I said, going back, I mean, that'd still be a gender role. I mean, so, you know, I mean. There would be, okay? But what what the point I'm trying to make is if you have a fair, just society, option A was the better option. Yeah, I guarantee you, ninety some percent of the women out there that will, will go with option B. Well, you you probably be right. A lot of them will go for that, but I would make it offer where they went to option B, then the guy gets to do the picking, not the woman. 
She don't get everything handed to her on a silver platter. That's the reason the women act the way they act. Well, then if she went with option B, then it wouldn't make sense then because then it would be like, you know, well, if she don't get the pick anyways, and then she had to rely on somebody who's going to take care of her and provide for her, but yet, you know, she don't get to really pick it now. So in other words, well, what if nobody picks her? I mean. Hold on. Well, but hold on. What if nobody picks her? Huh. I look around me and see millions of men who have that problem right now, don't I? And I see women women smirking on power trips and thinking it's funny. Okay? I see... I seen it myself the other day, and I was just laughing at it, okay? Because yeah. it was so in your face. It was so in your face. These females know exactly what they're doing when they're doing it, and they don't care because it will never affect them. Oh, yeah, I agree to that. I agree. See, so when you said, well, but then what happens if nobody picks her? Well, welcome to payback, isn't it? So well, so now she don't really have option B. I mean, because if, if she chooses option B, then nobody picks her. Well, then option B was wasn't really an option. Well, if she picked option A, if she was option A, you know, and now what did I say in option A? If we went to option A and she was straight across the board equal all the way, then she has as much pick as the guy has. Okay, okay, that's the way it is. And most women ain't going to want to do that. Most women are biologically are going to be terrified of going into battle, bro, I mean, especially against men. There's going to be men on the battlefield. There's going to be, I mean, yeah, you'll have some that aren't. I mean, you have some women in guerrilla armies and shit like that in the world right now, and that's usually due to circumstances. But, I mean, generally speaking, man, women ain't going to, even in those guerrilla armies, women ain't going to go into battle unless they're in, unless they're in absolutely deplorable, desperate circumstances where, where, where you know they have to be a soldier to survive. Like you, you see these. Well, poor... you know, do you think do you think men want? Do you think men wasn't terrified and scared shitless knowing they? Well, yeah, I'm sure they were. I'm not. I'm not justifying male disposability. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, you know, that's not what I'm saying at all. I understand that, but what I'm saying is this: you know, when when it comes out to, well, these women will be scared shitless. Well. Wasn't the men scared shitless? Yes, they was. Did anybody care? No. Why didn't anybody care? Because people don't have the ability to care anymore. Well, because do somebody, that. But here's the thing. Like I said, if you come back to a community, somebody's got to protect the community, man. And women ain't gonna, women generally aren't going to be able to protect the community, man. They're not going to be physically capable of protecting the community. You know, well, I mean. Well, yeah. Yeah, no. And that, that, on top of that, you know, we, I mean, we, we, you know, women, women generally bear the babies. So I mean, so there's, there's different privileges on each side. Like, like, like in a patriarchal society, like, I, I like, like I'm a patriarchist, man. Like, I tell you why I'm a kind of a patriarchist because people are already naturally gynocentric as it is. A patriarchy kind of is a way to consciously, uh, you know, put things into place to balance that. I mean. But um, I'm like a patriot. I'm, I, I, I'm, like a, I'm like a patriarchist and an anarchist. I'm like a patriot anarchist, <laughs> you know. But uh, I understand I that. Yeah. I just, you know, 
I don't think I said was this. If you're going to make a fair, just world, then you have to be fair straight across the board. You you know, you can't play favoritism, and if you want to do away with the corruption of the human mind, then you got to do away with the double standards. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I consider. I mean, you know, I'm gonna play. A, I'm, I'm gonna get a guy, a, a game of hoops going with the guys. On one team, it's gonna be me and all my human friends, and the other, and the other team, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, uh, you know, a bunch of our canine friends. You know, I mean, after all, I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, well, you yeah, know, we want to be evil, right, even right across the board. So, I mean, you know, okay, well, when you create that scene you're talking about, you know, who's gonna be the smarter of the two? You know who's going to be smarter of the two? Your canine friend. That was smarter yeah, than any uh, other. You know, and I know that's saying sarcastic as hell, but I'll tell you what. I know some cats and some dogs and some lions and some zebras and some elephants and some monkeys. They're a whole lot smarter than any human being on the face of this earth because they don't conspire to kill each other. They don't play favoritism. They don't place one above another. They don't walk around wanting up each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, and I don't think in the animal world we have to worry about two-fourths loneliness. <laughs> well, actually, what happens in the animal world is actually very different. What happens in the animal world is those who are considered... Uh, uh, you know, ill-fit to survive or whatnot. I mean, you know, considered the, the weak ones of the litter are killed off at birth by the mother. That's what happens in the wild. And human societies, even even pre-civilization, I don't think they did that, man. But but you know, uh, even as far back as the tribal days, man, they would. Which I mean, I know you know is a is nothing but a temporary band-aid at best. But I mean, I, I don't support prostitution. Don't get me wrong. But even back in the in the tribal days, pre-civilization, what they would do with a lot of these guys, man, is the female would uh you know would prostitute herself to you know to you know to the loser guys, the quote-unquote loser guys, uh for uh you know for resources. So, I mean, it was like the beginning of prostitution. I mean. Which I want them, but at best a temporary uh, band-aid on it. But at least it was something because they knew even as far back then. I mean, even our pre-civilization ancestors knew that, you know, you can't just completely push, you know, all these men out and then you know, not leave them with any outlet because they're liable to flip out and kill the tribe. You know, you know, they're liable to, they're liable to go uh, Elliot Rogers on some shit. You know. Well, you know. Then my my biggest my biggest issue is the fact that you have so much division and so much favoritism, and you have a society that was built upon shaky ground, and then you can't people can't figure out why this shit's going on, but yet they caused it themselves. They done it to themselves, okay? And people are too too naive to see that, you know. And the programming hasn't helped anything. If I go back to when I was a kid, you had to struggle to find an adult bookstore warrant because there was a lot, only one per town if you were lucky. And a lot of towns didn't even have one. You had to drive to a city to get to one. Okay? And I agree with that. That's the way it should be. Like, sex shouldn't, sex shouldn't be so publicized like it is today because that does a lot of destruction to society. When, like, you know... <sighs> 
I don't got no problem against sex and, and its proper context. If it's between two people who care about one another and it's in the privacy of their own bedroom, even if it's for fun, okay, great, do it for fun. I mean, but 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 there's a time and a place for it, man, and it's not meant to be you know, publicized everywhere in magazines and the internet and everywhere else because when you flood society with that shit, man, you what you're doing is you're pr- producing a nihilistic society, and that's how you end up with shit like TFL and MIGTO and, you know. Well, we we have flooded our society complete, completely, <laughs> okay? And now our society is so screwed up that they actually believe there's 32 genders. Yeah, you know. Now, you talk about insane. You talk about totally losing their mind. You no, and they I said 52 know. genders, last I heard. Well, you know what? Whether it's 52, 62, 32, 22, it doesn't matter. There is yeah. not. The most there could be is three. Morphodite, female, and male. And his story. Yeah, you know. And I kind of feel bad for, I mean, which I, I don't mean this in a pity or condescending kind of way, but for people who are born uh, who are born hermaphrodites, man, because that's got to be, I mean, they had no say in that. I mean, you know, that's the difference well, between I a hermaphrodite think... versus a transgender. A transgender is somebody who, no offense to transgender people, I think is a mental illness. But they decided they were the wrong gender, and they decided to get an operation and to artificially become the opposite gender. A hermaphrodite is somebody who's born biologically both genders. Well, the ones that made me sick and disgusting is when I've seen stories about the little boy who was four and a half and five years old and says, God made a mistake. I'm a girl, and I don't know why I have a boy's body, you know. And, you know, there ain't no four, four and a half, five-year-old that would ever say that without... The parents brainwashing the child. Yeah, well, that's what I've been saying a long time to go to to his life with a lot of these transgenders. And I'm not saying all of them, man, but I'm saying I suspect that a lot of these guys, especially a lot of the male to female ones, were uh, guys that were uh, raised in very feminist single mother households. And a lot of these guys were potentially TFLers themselves, and so they were getting their ass handed to them through the school system and shit from an early age. And they were looking for, a, and they were desperate for a way out of their situation. So um, I'm thinking, this is my thinking here, is that uh, a lot of them um, were probably taking a lot of hormones and crap like this to try to change their attractions or whatever the case may be, try to change their gender, they're, they're, because they're, because they were taught subliminally growing up that their masculinity was a toxic thing, you know. Well, you know, you know, I know a transgender, Warren, and I've talked to him a lot, and he tells me from the time he was a kid he had this problem, right? But he yeah. did not take hormones. He did not take hormones, okay? And matter of fact, to get the sex change, he has to get approval, then has to go through the spill of the system and all the doctors before he can even get a hormone pill in his hand. Because it's strictly controlled. But he had the problem from the time he was a child. Okay? So he yeah. always remembers as a child he felt that he was a girl. He felt that he was a girl. Okay? Now, I feel for people like this because you know they didn't ask for this problem to begin with. Okay? Yeah. It's no different than 
gay person or anybody else, they don't ask for their attractions or what they are. Well, whether they chose that or not, I think what happened in this level is, 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 is I don't think that the, 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 it's naturally occurring. I mean, I mean, they might not have a same, but I don't. I think the, the phenomenon of transgenderism in and of itself is something that's pretty much created through genetic, through genetic alteration, through, uh, through the stuff they put in our foods and vaccines and because it, because it, it's got to fit in. I mean, when you look at all this LGTB stuff, it's been used as a vessel, man, for uh, trying to uh, separate people from gender-based identity so they can push the concept of the hermaphrodite onto people and so that people will yeah, accept well, I, it. I would, so, I, would agree, I would agree with what you're saying, and I would add one thing to it. There's also a possibility of everything you just said I would agree, I, I agree to. There's also the possibility of MK Ultra. Yeah. If you take a child when they're young and you you could easily brain rape them into believing there's something they're not as well. Yeah. You know, so no, I, I would agree with you there because I think there's more to it than what we've ever been told. And I would agree, I mean, it wouldn't be their fault, but what if it is in the foods and in the water and in the stuff that we got? You know, that alters the hormones when they're a child as they're developing. Yeah. If it's in the vaccinations and it's in the food and in the water and in this and this, and it actually alters the hormones as they develop as a child, it wouldn't be that our society's fought for fucking drugging them up. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, they, they, nowadays they throw pills at, at people for, for any number of things. I mean, you know, a lot of these, even ones that were actually started off as legit as legitimate disorders like like autism and shit. Nowadays, I mean, you see, they've been doing shit like ADD and ADHD. These are trash can diagnoses where a lot of times the counselors we just slap somebody with the first label they come across, man, just so they can sit here and prescribe them pills and sell pills to them because they make money off that, and Big Pharma makes money off of that, you know. Um, so yeah. you got a lot of these people coming out here. I mean, they're, they're, they're attention whores. They're claiming to have disorders, and they have trash can disorders, like completely fake or, or, or very mild disorders. And it's kind of a slap in the face to people who actually have real disorders, man, you know. Mhm. I mean, be- because because now now people who actually have real disabilities they lose credibility because you got so many phony ass motherfuckers coming coming out here claiming to have disorders that they don't really have, and some of them even got you know might even have a medical doctor to back it up because the medical doctor just want to slap a label on so they can make money. Yeah. You know. That's true. That's true. You know. But that's why I said, you know, it furtherly comes back to what we've known for a long time now. We live in a very, very sick society. And bear in mind, too, that the, the, the Department of Mental Health is, is an institution in and of itself, man, is that they tell people that you better toe the line. You better, you know, believe all the mainstream lies, because if you don't, we're, we're going to say that you're crazy and we want to throw you in a rubber room, just like they did in USSR under Stalin. Well, that's what our well, that's what our uh, that's what our mental health services are there to do today. That's what your psychologists and your counselors are there to do are there to tell you today. Is you better not have a mind of your own, and you better not point out the big purple elephant in the room because if you do, we're going to lock you in a rubber room. You know. Well, no, I mean, you know, you're correct there. I mean, you know, 
is, is, you know, overall, we agree upon most of everything we talk about. We only have one topic that we have a little bit of a disagreement, but that's all right. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind that at all, personally, okay? Because yeah. it just makes both the human beings with their own thoughts. And I'm not going to call you names and cuss at you and dislike you because you disagree. Yeah, of course not. That's, I'm not going to do that you either. I mean. That, that's the problem we have in today's society with so many people. They can't fucking know how to agree to disagree and still talk about it and express their feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have a right to your feelings. I have a right to express mine. Whether we agree or not has not damn no bearings on it. Okay? There's going to be a percentage of people that will agree with me, and there's going to be a percentage of people that will agree with you. Okay? Regardless yeah. of what, it comes down to what it is. I state how I feel my opinion as a human being, and you state how you feel in your opinion as a human being. <laughs> okay? Huh. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. It has no bearings on how awake I am or how awake you are, because we're both very people that are very awake to a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know. It's just we have different opinions, which is normal as far as I'm concerned. You know, yeah, yeah, I I wish I could show you the documentary that I'm talking about that I watched. Even if I've seen that documentary, I still have to do more research on it, man. I mean, I would disagree or agree, but if I had it to show you, I would. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that was back in download shit or back stuff up. Unfortunately, and now I've looked for the life of me, and I, you know, I've looked for the last couple of years for it, and I can't find it. It's gone. It don't exist. Just like if you go looking for stuff that you probably read years ago with Alan Watt or whatever, you may not find it no more neither. Yeah. You know. Because they've been scrubbing so much. I mean, you know, but there's a reason they're scrubbing. They don't want people to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've been doing that. They've been covering their tracks now. I mean, Uh, you know, uh, that's something I've learned is that if you, is it the best thing you can do, man, is when you get information, man, back it up. If it's in a book, man, you know, uh, take the quotes down in the book, back them up somewhere. You know, keep, keep a list of your quotes from different books. You know, uh, information you find online, news clips and things like that, you know, back up, a, burn a copy of it, man. Uh, you know, websites oh, yeah. that might have information you need, burn a copy of it. Yeah, you back it up and back it up and keep them in store because you never know when you're going to end up needing it because it's no longer there. Okay, you know, and that's the most we can do now. You know, and the sad thing is so much has already been scrubbed that I can't get my hands on no more. It annoys the hell out of me. But, you know, even when Jerry and I talked about that issue on the gender and the gender roles, he came back to they have changed societies throughout history over and over again. And, you know, I believe that because you take an average of 100 years, your life cycle is gone. You don't exist no more. See what I'm saying? A new generation is here, right? And if you change a gender role and it goes 100 years and you change it again and it goes 100 years and you change it again, nobody would have no way of knowing that. 
because everything as far back as they can go in there, do you know what I'm saying? It's going to all come back to the same. Well, here's the thing: it's tough, it's tough to, to always determine where the line is between between biology and conditioning. Um, you know, some things uh, I, I think uh, are, are are heavily wired into our biology. Other things, I mean, that, that why it might be natural are things that are more social, uh, you know, or, or, or might be natural. Not always, but uh, are things that. Uh, that are more of a product of conditioning, and there are some things even within our nature that we can challenge, man, and uh, you know, and that we're even more beneficial for challenging, you well, know, yeah, there are other. And I'm sure there's probably some things even within our DNA that they have figured out somehow to alter or change that was changed. You know what I'm saying? In time, that DNA wasn't like several de- de- generations ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's so many variables there that that's the reason I can't say that you can concretely really back anything up concretely. But it's hard to concretely back stuff up. But the one thing we do know is this. Social conditioning machines are responsible for an awful lot of stuff. Yeah. But when we look back at a lot of the uh, a lot of the occult information, going back even to the times of the ancient Greeks, you've seen a lot of these concepts. Even during the cycles of the empire that we've had, that we've been given, and you can follow their histories. And I know they they lie about the history to a large degree, but but you do see the same old patterns. I mean, so I mean, you know, I mean, you're right. They have lied about history. Okay, so how much of our history is a lie, and how much isn't? You sort of have to sort through, but you can look through and see the things that are in common to yours back then to now, okay? You can do that and pretty much have an idea that that's probably pretty accurate. And the further you, know you go saying? back, the further you go back, the harder it becomes to verify. Like, like there's parts of our history that we can go back, even though we weren't told in our, in our colleges and stuff in our schools, that we can go back and we can verify certain things that we weren't taught in history, like things like the Barbary slave trade in North Africa, right, where – were four times the number of black slaves and six times the number of white slaves were killed as far as the, the, the number of black slaves were killed in the West, right? And we can prove that, and that was during during the times, or right, right, right around the times that America was founded. But, you know, that was back, well, like maybe uh, as far back as maybe a couple hundred years ago. But, yeah. you know, uh, three, maybe three or four hundred years ago. But we can, but that's, but, 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 but we can verify that, man. You know, but if you, the further you go back, the harder it becomes to verify these things. Yeah, that's correct. It would be it's harder and harder. The further back you go, the harder it is to verify. We do know that they've done nothing but lie throughout history. Okay, you know, and people say no, they haven't lied. Just they have. If they haven't lied, they wouldn't have come in after World War II and replaced all the history books in the school systems. Well, it's incredibly naive to sit, for people to sit here and honestly say that our governments haven't lied to us down through history when our entire history has been constant bloodshed and constant, you know, uh, the haves and the have-nots. I mean, hey, look at the history of Europe, even in and of itself, man. It's always been the history of the people versus the aristocracy. I mean... <laughs> Going back hundreds yeah. of years, I mean, it goes you know, you have that in Japan, too, with the whole feudal system. and 
Well, so let me get it right. They'll, they'll kill us. They'll murder us. They'll sense the war. They'll, they'll, they'll persecute us, but they won't lie to us. That's really what they're trying to say. Yeah, I know. But yet the, but yet the politicians, they'll all sit there and say, well, we know our politicians lie to us, and that's normal. Then when the politicians don't do as they promise, well, they're not keeping their promise. Blah, blah, blah. Now they're mad because the person they ran down and voted for lied to them. But yet they openly said, well, yeah, we know they're lying to us. And they ran and still voted for it. Whether the vote counts or not, when you're stupid enough to go vote for it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm still to this day, people, I mean, I don't see how people cannot see past the whole voting scam. I mean, yeah, I mean, in the past several generations, okay, in the past, what, past several presidents, okay, look, look, after Bush Jr.'s first election and then Obama's second election, that was twice right there. It was obviously staged, and yet people just swept that under under the rug, right? So that's twice right there, and it's been pretty much publicly exposed that the, 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 the elections were, were rigged. And even with the Trump election, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm glad that we didn't have another fucking. I don't. I don't believe in the whole left right thing. I'm glad we didn't get another Democrat in because I'm getting sick of all this PC shit. That's another bottle of wax. But even with Trump, you know, again, uh, playing devil's advocate, you know, for the good reason here this time, make a point. Um, you know, uh, even though I despise I mean, all this social justice warrior shit that she wants to push. Uh, Hillary Clinton did get the popular vote, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Trump got the electoral vote. So what does that tell you? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. um, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not crazy about either one of them. I guess I'd I mean, if, if I absolutely had no other choice, I mean, I'd go for Trump over Hillary Clinton. But I don't support Trump either. I mean, it's just – I'd, if I thought my vote counted, man, I'd vote for a fucking tree stump over fucking Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean, you know, or Bernie Sanders or any of those motherfuckers. But, but that bit of it said too. I mean, you know, uh, Donald Trump still still answers to the same bosses. You know, well, I mean. And these idiots can't figure that out, that he's working for the very same people that all the other ones was. Nothing's changed. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that changed was the faith. Yeah, you know. I mean, hell, I mean, what gets me is you know, all these people that are on the Trump bandwagon, man, they claim, they claim to be so hard against the feminists, but yet... How are you going to overlook the fact that your president's daughter is a fucking feminist, and he gave her a high position in his government through nepotism? She's, like, one of his, like, top cabinet members, bro. That's a feminist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, that should, that should, I mean that, uh, that should be a red flag right there. These people have, that, have trouble getting that through their heads, the majority of people do. Well, you know, well, well, this is, 
this is the strangest thing I got with all these tradcons that infiltrated like the manosphere and the men's rights movement and all that stuff, right? When you point out that their traditional conservative, their gynocentric conservatism is just the right wing flavor of feminism and that, you know, the enemy is all gynocentrism, you know, you know they'll come back with, well, well, that's just the nature of things. You can't change gynocentrism and blah, 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 blah. No, they don't want to. You know, pretty much what it is is they're trying to make up excuses of why their brand of pussy worship and misandry is better than than the other brand. Oh, that's bullshit. That's just pure fucking hypocrisy. It is. It's just complete fucking insanity. You know. But that's the society we live in nowadays. All this uh, traditionalism, all this gynocentric traditionalism you see within the men's rights movement nowadays, all, all it is, man... It's just another flavor of feminism, man. It's just it's just, it's just a right wing version of feminism. Yep. That's all it is. You know. Well, that's that's exactly what it is. It's just man. continuing the same old shit right in their face, and they don't even see it. Yeah. I mean, that's why I've said it again. I've said it a hundred times, Matt. Is like, look, you know. When it comes to races, when it comes to religions and things like that, you know, the way the division game is set, they want to push everybody else either to the left or to the right. When it comes to the genders, that's the only dynamic that applies across the board, evenly across the board, where where women are a protected class on all sides. Men are a demonized class, on, an attack class on all sides. Well, yeah, but men are just disposable. I mean, we are slammed. Just because we're a man, our whole yeah. life we're just against just because we're a man. And you can't tell and any difference start- between the shaming tactics coming from the feminists and the and a, and a shaming tactics coming from tradcons and the MRA. They sound just the same. Well, yeah, they do. Both- and you know what? They know what? And what's really sick about it? Huh. Then you have all these damn fucking women wanting to come up here and claim how they're so victimized. And I'm like, yeah, well, I here, right? I would love to be victimized the way you are. It'd be awesome to be victimized the way you are, because I'd call that privilege. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly, man. I mean, in a balanced society, man, and my, I mean, the way I see it, men and women both have their privileges. But in the society we have today, man, only the woman is privileged. And yet, and yet when only the woman is privileged all across society, somehow... They want to. They want to say that a man is privileged, and they want to use that to justify their attack on men. They want oh, to I say know. that they're the ones that are being oppressed, but yet they're the ones that are being catered to straight across the board every, on, on all sides of the political sphere. They're the ones that are being yeah. catered to, and 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 schools, and and dating, and society, and 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 education is every damn thing. That's they're being it. preferred. One more. Looks like our time's about up. We're down to about a. So I'll go ahead and cut it tonight. And now we'll be back up here Sunday night with Jerry. And then back up on Monday night with Warren. And you know, you're always welcome aboard Sunday night if you're free and available. Hi. Okay, but with that being said, Sunday, 7 o'clock p.m. my time, which would be 8 o'clock your time. Hi. Okay, guys, you take care of yourself, and we'll see you then. And thank see you, you then. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep. Bye-bye. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.